Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction on News Talk 1310 WIPA. Have a question? Email it to edgeconstructionradio at gmail.com. Now, here's your host, Sean Preble on News this Talk 1310. This is the Home Construction Show brought to you by Edge Construction right here, 1310 WIBA. Online, the website, edgeconstructioncompany.com. All one word, website. And as a matter of fact, I tell you, get there right now because we'll probably bring up um, a recent project or two that they've done at Edge Construction. And the really cool thing, too, by the way, about edgeconstructioncompany.com is it's always being refreshed with new projects and some great features as well on the website. Again, that's edgeconstructioncompany.com. But think about doing some remodeling. Everyone at Edge Construction would love to talk with you. All you got to do is pick up the phone, give them a call. Telephone number 636-3343. That number 636-EDGE. And joining me this Saturday morning, Mr. Mike Tuig of Edge Construction. Mike, how you been? Great, Sean. So good to see you. And we've got a fun conversation ahead. We're going to be talking about um, putting together a plan for renovating an older home. And um, one of the things that I love in talking with you about older home renovation projects is the respect for the history and the respect for what that is, is, is um, there's a reason why people buy older homes is, is they've got some, some very unique character. They've got some great, great features. And when it comes to planning and correct me if I, I know this because I've talked with you, I was gonna say, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, like you really, you really want to at edge construction, preserve it, that, that feel, preserve that look, preserve what really made that house so great. Yeah, and it, a really fun thing for me is when okay, occasionally we'll get people <clears throat> that have renovated old homes say, you know, I've heard you talk about redoing old homes on the radio, and you you get it. Like, it's exactly what it's like because you uh, there's a different level of commitment when you're working on a 100-year-old house, yeah. whether you're a homeowner or you're a remodeler, designer, and stuff like that. So, you you know, you, you, wanna, you want all the cool stuff. You want all the good, all the good things. Um, you want the updated mechanicals. You want new cabinets. You want flooring that's you know. You want some of this low maintenance stuff if you can incorporate it outside. You want all the all that stuff. But like you said, you don't. You want to do justice to this house so that when you're when somebody comes into that house and looks at what you did, it all makes sense, even though they didn't go through the design process yeah. <laughs> and all that decision process on how to get there. So we want the we want the modern conveniences and, and those type of things, but with that with that traditional charm. And that can be um, obviously there's some there's um, great uh, you know great things out there as far as products, but you've also got to have great designers and great architects and a great team around kind of putting that plan together is these things are out here, but if if not applied properly, it's all for not having that team around and, and putting those those plans together really important as well. It does. And I you know the carpenters and tradespeople get a lot of credit because, you know, you're looking at, at uh, I'm just looking at our website now, and it, there's amazing pictures of all the stuff that went in. Um, but it's really only half the story because if you don't have good designs, I, I think, and I'm, I'm, I've got to go back through some of the early pictures in my career where, where I was doing remodeling because I was kind of 
helping people to design. I'm really sorry if I put you through that <laughs> process, but I mean, you know, I did the best I could. Mm-hmm. To, to be honest, design was simpler then because we had less options, less products to pick from. Um, we didn't have things like uh, uh, vinyl plank flooring. We didn't. We everything sort of looked the same. It was the, the these different colors of of oak. There were like three. Uh, it wasn't that hard. Okay, pick pick your color of oak. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. people put in a lot of the, a lot of the cabinets looked similar. Uh, a lot of the flooring choices uh, weren't that different. Um, now I'm now I'm thinking about like so I don't know about the time we started doing the show. What was it seven eight years ago? Subway tile was getting popular again, and I th- I and when that first started coming back, I thought to myself. I thought of my grandma's house because in, in now she's gone but and her house is gone too, but she had this amazing subway tile in their in their kitchen and bathrooms. Um it was kind of a wainscot tile. And it was it was cool, it was neat. Um but I, that's what I thought that was my version of subway tile. Now I'm looking at the 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 it's not just a three by six white tile anymore. It's a lot of things get called subway. There's options on size. There's options on color. We just did one glass tiles, and it was called subway tile, but um, it's not going to be in any subway that I know of <laughs> anytime soon. But the point is the designers bring a lot of this stuff to the table, and they're able to uh, – I'll use their word. They say we're going to coordinate, not match things. So that's how you end up with um, – I don't know a dark, a dark oak wood floor with um, light maple cabinets and white subway tile in the background and a quartz top and all that stuff coming together and you're going wow this really I really like this this looks great. Is there something to be said too as as we talk about uh, about coordinating things and and kind of understanding the houses themselves? I think obviously for a lot of us when we start thinking about older homes, automatically our mind goes to Victorian and and that's. That's not necessarily not all homes are, are old homes are Victorian. There's you've talked about craftsmen and some of these other great styles out there is is having that experience of working on those those different homes, whether it's here in Madison on the Isthmus or some of the great outlying areas, um, having that experience of seeing these homes and kind of understanding uh, what makes them so charming, what makes them so attractive and really respecting that history. Yeah. So um, Victorian, too, I'm glad you brought that up because. That Victorian thing is a is an added challenge because Victorians were just so ornate, and you know you got to decide when you're remodeling a Victorian house, how to what level you're going to go to. Am I going to really try and hit that that style? Um, it's tough to do and it's expensive. All those other styles you mentioned, some of that the the farmhouse and craftsman and all those things, things just kept getting simpler. You know, um, they they weren't as ornate. They didn't want certain products to stand out they wanted it to just go together and work and so um i I think that is a is a real challenge but um not that not that you can't get craftsmen wrong i mean you you certainly can you can put products in there that you like but just don't fit the house Mm -hmm. so um i think that's where an outside opinion helps a lot is there something too and and i and as we talk about different styles of homes and different neighborhoods and different histories um the other thing too that that when it comes to remodeling these homes, it's not always entirely up to the homeowner. Sometimes you've got either it's a historic district or preservation, and there's there's guidance on that stuff as well. So experience is important there. It is, um, and, and generally, there I like what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't get involved usually in the inside of the house. You know, we spend probably eighty percent of our time on the inside of the house doing doing all the stuff in there, and then we might do a porch or reside a house or put new windows in. 
as part of another project but or additions. If you're touching the outside, though, and in a lot of areas, even um, even changing your paint color, mm-hmm. you might have to run that through um, whoever is, is on that board, or you might have to make a presentation to them, which we've, we've done quite a bit. It helps a lot to have Jim on our staff, Jim's architect, that that understands all the, the the requirements for this stuff, and is good at navigating the the paperwork side of it, giving them giving giving them what they need to make the right decision on this house. And and generally, what I've what I've thought is when you're working with those type of people, they're they're not trying to steer you towards a product or a look. They just want to make sure you're not going off the rails and and. Um, making a change that's going to really affect it. Yeah, I think sometimes people get this impression of uh, of like the overbearing uh, council and those type of things. And, and in reality, it's, it's again, there's maybe some exception, but I think in reality for most folks, it's it's a very pleasant experience. It's just it's a it's just an opportunity to kind of move through some things to make sure that 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 again that that some of that historical um, charm and some of what attracted the home buyer to that house originally is preserved and everyone's kind of on that very same page. It is, and uh, you know, I'm thinking of a, those those neighborhoods. We spend probably a third of our time working. I call it the between the lakes. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, um, top of Lake Monona up to uh, Mifflin Street and up through there up to Lake Mendota, and, and there are areas over there where where there's historic districts, and it's it's interesting because you can have a 1940s cottage, which is kind of a plain looking house compared to a 1890s Victorian and like right around the corner might be that that big Victorian house um, those houses tend to be smaller over there but there are pockets of bigger old houses over there and so I'm always curious how they how they manage that you know because um, yeah that that Victorian's a lot tougher test historically than the cottage or a bungalow or something like that so hard to mess I'm going to say it's hard to mess with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little simpler house. A little bit later in the show, we're going to talk about a, a recent condo part project you guys worked on. And, and, and you mentioned uh, the role Jim played in that. But also, I've got to assume with these older homes, having an architect in, uh, available is is quite significant as well as having somebody when it comes to, you know, structurally and design-wise, having Jim on staff is is a huge advantage when remodeling these. It's very helpful because in a in an old house, in fact, the older you get, um, the smaller the room's got, and the more you want to open things up and change things, and you really need somebody that understands this and can re-engineer this house. Um, just from experience, I can I can go, okay, we need a, a double two by ten beam here. It's it's maybe less than ten feet, and and I can do a quick calc to figure out how much load is on that beam. But that's really not good enough in today's world, right? Uh, it, it, it is common now for an inspector to go, show me the math on that, you know? And then I go, well, you know, <laughs> I've always done it this way, and well, that's not good <laughs> enough. I mean, uh, so it is helpful to have, have Jimmy because sometimes it does get complicated. We've got beams running into beams, so you got this beam supporting this beam, which is carrying a bunch of load. And um, we really do need to know where that weight is going to transfer to, and we might need to put a footing and a post in a basement here and there, in which we actually just did off of uh, Monroe Street. We're doing a kitchen up there that has this situation. I think it was four, three or four beams in this 10 by 12 kitchen to open things up because in those older houses, um, you know, you kind of if you've done this for a while, you start going. People go, "Well, is this a load bearing wall?" Well, in an old house, almost every yeah. <laughs> wall carries load, so. 
Um, it was really common for floor joists to change directions in those old houses and load just to be coming down everywhere. So um, they weren't finishing basements that, back then, so they didn't care if there were extra posts down there. I don't know if you live in one of those houses, but... Um, so it can get complicated. It's very handy to have somebody help you out with that. Is there something, too, you mentioned, and we'll probably touch on some of the different spaces. You mentioned, you know, kitchen remodel, obviously very popular, but kind of opening that kitchen up. I've got to assume adding things like a second bath is something that's very popular with these older homes, just things that at the time were, you know, pretty typical as you have one bathroom, whereas now kind of the expectation is to have at least two, two <laughs> bathrooms, right? It, it is. And the the we've got an aging population. Mm-hmm. So down, uh, like I said, and especially in that area where, where a lot of those houses are small, um, the two stories, um, generally, they all had one bath. The two stories, the bath was upstairs. And we know from talking about universal design and, and things like this that, you know, sometimes they, you might have an event in your life that uh, prevents you from getting up those. Or maybe you hurt yourself, break a leg, you get... Um, maybe you you know you you're you're just struggling going upstairs, um, and what what's going to happen? A lot of people get us to put a bath in somewhere downstairs, or even a small addition to get a bath in downstairs. Um, for the, just for seeing the future, going okay. If if I'm young and healthy and break my leg, you mean I got to drag myself up and down those stairs yeah. <laughs> whenever I have to go to the bathroom? So um, it's it's. We've really gotten inventive, and that's where the design capability comes in and trying to squeeze those elements into these smaller old houses. Talking with Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction, online, edgeconstructioncompany.com, all one word, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Telephone number 636-3343, that number 636-EDGE. We'll continue our conversation with Mike. We'll talk a little bit about remodeling homes. We'll talk a little bit about um, some of the great resources out there. I mentioned the website, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Some great links, House, Pinterest, Facebook, some really great places for uh, ideas and uh, some design ideas as well. We'll talk with Mike about the importance of, of that research and, of course, design development. We will do all of that next as the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction continues right here, 1310 WIBA. You're listening to the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction. Email your questions to edgeconstructionradio at gmail.com. Once again, here's Sean Friebel on News Talk 1310 WIBA. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction Online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Great website. We're going to touch on some of the features of the website in just a moment. I urge you to get there right now, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Telephone number to Edge Construction, 636-3343. That number, 636-EDGE. Uh, kind of mixing uh, new with old, Mike, is uh, talking about remodeling old houses. One of the really cool new features out there is just the great, you mentioned, of course, the variety of different, um, just every, so many different things are available as far as um, different different features, different products, all these new things that look like old things. And there's a great variety of stuff out there. There's also some really good resources for people that are thinking about remodeling to get some ideas, to bring some ideas in um, for you guys. And I know on the web website edgeconstructioncompany.com you have a link to your house page h-o-u-z-z and house is just awesome isn't it <laughs> houses house will be your new addiction if you haven't yeah. been there because <laughs> if you're looking for something specific you can get on there and, and search it um we have i'm just looking ours up we have 104 projects on house nice. <laughs> um i don't know when we started putting them on um Seems like maybe four or five years ago we started putting them on there, and not all of them. I don't know. We're a little guilty of this too. If 
Um, we try to put them on up, all up. We probably put 60 or 70% of them up um, just based on, on what they are. But uh, it's it's really a clearinghouse for ideas. I mean, just to give you an idea, and I, I can look at our, our – um, Metrics. What do they call it? Metrics. Fancy word. Um, I can look at ours and see how many people are looking at our stuff, and I think it's around 50,000 of our pictures a month wow. are getting snapped up and put into people's um, – <laughs> people's books um it's a trend now if those were all in madison it'd really be good for business yeah. but we know that it's happening all over the world and we when i search things on house if i'm looking for an idea or sometimes a, a homeowner will say i've got this idea and i'll ask them if they have found it online because you have this idea and you're thinking it's this brand new idea no it's not <laughs> a brand new idea. somebody will have tried it somebody will have done it and if you're i think house or pinterest probably is your best bet I'm not a Pinterest person. I get a little frustrated with um, all the ads and things on there where House doesn't have that stuff as much. So um, House, by the way, if that has a downfall, it's and we're guilty of that too, people put their best stuff on there. So everything looks like it's 10-foot tall ceilings and really expensive. And and um, I know I've joked about this in the past that you and you and I, Sean, let's start a, let's start a website and call it normal, <laughs> normal land. That's what we're going to call I'll it. I'll invest. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we'll put up normal stuff in normal people's houses and, and it's it'd be easier to find things that, that would fit into normal people's houses. And you mentioned with house, you, you can easily get lost in it because there is, there's just so many great ideas. You mentioned, of course, the, the, the response you guys get on your house page. And those are people ac- across the globe that are saying, I like this project. And they're going to their contractor and, you know, in Terre Haute, Indiana saying, hey, look at this kitchen remodel. I want to do something like this. And conversely, you guys get people find some, some remodel project down in Texas somewhere and they say, we like this style. It's yeah. A, yeah. And I, this, um, you know, the house needs a little competition, I think. Um, they're, they have grown so much and so big, <clears throat> and, it, and they're really such a – they've done it right. It's, it's just a great clearinghouse of ideas, and they have the, the stories on there, which are – so if you search kitchen remodeling and stories, you can pull up all the recent articles that have, have been submitted to house talking about their kitchen remodel or, or it might be design aspects or, or style types or whatever it is. And so it is really helpful because you can identify your style. <clears throat> when I when I talk to homeowners, I say, hey, you know, even if you found something online that you've tagged, meaning you've pulled it into your library, um, even if it's not perfect, but there's just something you like about it, send it to us because our designers go, oh, I think I have you a little more figured out, like what what kind of things you're gonna like. Um, like I said, it's we're not trying to copy anything online. But it gives us a lot of indication of of the of your style and what you like. Does that and that's got with we talk about some of the remodeling of of older homes is it, I've got to assume that there's you know having that resource is um, and a great opportunity for people to see houses that may be similar to theirs and kind of how people designed and, and kind of the process and, and and what some of the ideas that they incorporated in and kind of bringing those to their house as well. It it is really handy that way because. Um, a lot of houses, even from the road, don't look don't look that unique. But once you get inside, you find these situations, and um, sometimes you're thinking, okay, is this going to work in my in my unique situation? And, and you can go on one of these websites, and it'll help you figure that out because you might be able to find somebody that's that's done something really similar, and then you go, oh no, I don't, that that's not going to work. <laughs> I don't want that in my house. But 
but you might like it also. So is that? And I think sometimes people wonder: is let's say, for example, you find an idea. I know, I know the answer to this question, but. Um, Bringing it to you guys, I think sometimes people think, "Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to insult their sensibilities." And no. like it's, it's, you encourage people to, you know, I, I, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong. One of the things when you first start talking with people is you inquire about, "Have you been to House? Have you been to Pinterest? Have you started putting stuff together online?" Yeah, no, that that's fantastic. Oh, now, um, ten or fifteen years ago, if you had brought me a picture off a of House, I'd have went what in, is internally. <laughs> I would have went. Oh no! I've got to do something different. <laughs> I've got to figure out where did you get these products? What are these even available here in, in Wisconsin? Um, but uh, the world has changed now. Now instead of uh, you know creating angst with those pictures, it's like oh perfect. Um, you know we can figure this out. I another benefit I think to the the online design stuff with House and Pinterest is that um, I think people are a little more willing to try new things and take some chances because. If you can find that your situation online and somebody did this particular thing, this this idea you like, um, I, I think it kind of normalizes it. You know, mm-hmm. you go, hey, I, okay, I might – if I wasn't able to see that, I might not put these two products together. But now I can see it, and I love it. So. Really cool stuff. Also, by the way, on your house page, you guys may be the only uh, house page that has a rock band on your on your house page we as well. Which is, yeah, from from back before all of this stuff uh, started happening, where we're <laughs> apparently not allowed to hang out like we used to. You guys had, uh, I think I said, Wayland stop out. And, oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's, there's some pictures from that as well on your on your house page. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't that think... was one of the best afternoons, by the way, at our shop ever. All, all our people came in. It was just a fun day, and I can't promise you'll be invited, but uh, you—I better be. <laughs> You're invited, uh, but we can't invite the whole world. But um, uh, when we can have uh, one of our, well, a lot, we have a lot of music lovers in our con- company, and uh, we had Wayland was a is a they're a rock band. They're not like a screaming rock band. They're a little more pleasant to listen to. And they came in and put a show on for us and hung out for a while, and we just had a blast. That is so cool to see, and it's it's really cool too. We, you talk about uh, getting everybody together, and uh, I think a lot of us are, are really itching for that. And that's one of the really cool things too. Uh, you guys do is you guys are a very close uh, a close uh, knit uh, knit group at Edge Construction as well. Love to help people out. If you think about doing some remodeling, Mike and everyone at Edge Construction would love to get to know you. Love to hear what you're thinking about doing, whether it's an older home, maybe it's a newer home. I'd love to hear from you. All I got to just pick up the phone, telephone number at Edge Construction. 636-3343. That number 636-EDGE. Mention the website edgeconstructioncompany.com That's edgeconstructioncompany.com Welcome to your conversation with Mike Tuig of Edge Construction next as the Home Remodeling Show continues right here, 1310 WIBA. The Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction continues now on News Talk 1310 WIBA. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction, online edgeconstructioncompany.com. Great website, great resource, and we've been talking about uh, remodeling older homes. And um, when it comes to remodeling, and I know people say, well, of course you remodel older homes. A lot of newer homes also get remodeled as well. We'll talk in the next segment about a recent condo uh, remodel that they did at Edge Construction. Um, right now, they're talking about some of that those older homes and some of that beauty and some of that charm. Uh, Mike, one of the things we talk about, too, is is the different styles of home and Sometimes when it comes to, you know, some of those simpler styles, some of those simpler designs, you know, like those like some of those craftsmen and those kind of things, that really takes uh, 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 quite a, a amount of skill to really to do that remodel 
effectively and really respect that because people sometimes think, oh, well, the lines are more simplistic. The designs may be, quote unquote, a little more simplistic. That actually presents some challenges as well, doesn't it? Well, I think like um, um, I don't know how to describe this from an art standpoint, but if you're doing I know from doing hundreds of stairways, at least I maybe more myself, um, Sometimes the the simplest look is the hardest one to create, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when thing when there's when it's busy and there's a lot going on to steal your eye, uh, it's just not as t- I don't, for some reason it's not as hard when you've yeah. got really simple lines on a staircase and you know you've got when perfection has to happen that that is a little tougher. Um, the the products right now, you know, you mentioned that Craftsman style. What's interesting to me is is and that was post. Um, the Victorian, which we we talked a little bit about today, so probably around 1900, as Prairie and Craftsman crept their way in, and then um, when the when the building boom really happened, you know, around World War II, and after World War II, it it uh, houses got smaller, and we got those cottages and bungalows and all that all that stuff. And I I call them cottage. You can almost call anything a cottage. <laughs> I feel like it's just a small house. Um, so you look around downtown; they're, they've kind of morphed into different things, but that's what they started off as. But yeah, those those elements. Um, I now I think uh, we're getting people saying um, in my small cottage down cottage down cottage house style house downtown. Can I get the modern farmhouse style? Mm. And we're going uh, <laughs> okay. We got to figure that out because. When you break it down, you start looking at the elements, and you're going, yeah, some of these elements really work here. Mm-hmm. Some maybe not so much, but um, um, I think I think there are I, – I remember a while back I was thinking, you asked me, uh, so what are the rules on this? Yeah. You remember, you remember talking yes, about that? Yes, yes. And – to me, it, things were simpler when there were rules. Like <laughs> you would never do this in a craftsman. You never yeah. do this in a cottage or a prairie style. Uh, now those those wheels have come off, and I think it's forced designers and people like us to go. Okay, we need to do more design to really see if this is going to work. And and if if we're missing an element, we've got to we've got to find that option that that piece that's going to tie everything together. So um, I I'm curious if at some point. People aren't going to want to be pigeonholed in those styles anymore. They're not going to say, "Well, I'm I like the Craftsman, or I like I like the Prairie style, or I like modern farmhouse." Or um, they're going to be picking and choosing. I like this out of this style, and I like this out of this style. And, and, and as we kind of move that direction with with design, that that does, as, as you point out, does present some some other you know some other conversations. Is is making these different styles fit just because it's it's a great style and because it looks good. You've got to make sure that it's incorporated properly into that overall design, right? And, and if you think about the products from the manufacturer standpoint, they they don't want their products to get pigeonholed, yeah. so they're they're trying to to do something different. I remember one of the one of the first houses we worked on on downtown old house, and um, we did the bath and the kitchen, and uh, it was an upstairs bath. They did not get a downstairs bath, but they got a new kitchen. The kitchen when we started off was eight feet by nine feet, and we did a, a cantilevered addition, meaning we we bumped out the house uh, without putting a foundation underneath that bump out uh, a couple feet down one wall in the kitchen. It really helped open it up. And then when it came to the design phase, um, our designer picked out a blue, I always remember this, it was like an iridescent subway tile. So it was a glass tile with a foil behind it and it had a glue, blue tint to the glass. And I was having a little panic attack because I'm thinking, <laughs> we're putting this in this you know 80-year-old house. 
And it's to, to this day, it's one of my favorite kitchens because we mixed a, something, an element that that nobody would go, oh, yeah, that fits in an 80-year-old yeah. <laughs> in, but people had a little bit of an eclectic taste and were willing to take a chance. And so that that was really a fun thing. Now, if you did if you did the whole kitchen out of things that, you know, you took chances on the cabinets and you took a wild chance on the countertop and the flooring was, I don't know if that would work. But yeah. bringing in one thing like that, boy, did that add to that project. Tied it all together really nicely. Really good stuff. Talking this morning with Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction Online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com. Also, a quick talk. We, uh, we're looking at a, a recent project you guys did on the website, edgeconstructioncompany.com, a condo. And you guys have been doing a lot of work um, on condos, condo remodeling. And um, condos, are, are they're, they're fantastic options for folks, and people really love, really love them. Uh, one of the problems is they often are very basic and very simple, and they all look pretty much the same. Um, people are are calling you guys. You've been working on a, a few different uh, different buildings here in the area, and one of the one of the ones you recently worked on, you did a kitchen and master bathroom model. Let's talk a little bit about this project, and and I will tell you the result is is just gorgeous. But let's talk a little bit about the background on this project and kind of what you guys did at Edge Construction. So. Uh... So um, we we actually recently finished two projects on condos, and I, I don't know if the the second one is up. Um, one one I'll talk about the one you're, you're talking about a second. The other one is um, it really turned out nice, but it was a a, a price point condo for a, a single person, and they just the kitchen was not their style, so we were able to change flooring, change cabinets. We didn't. This is a 15-year-old building, so it's, it didn't need major structural changes, and there wasn't anything to open up. It was just more of a style change to to fit uh, this person's personality, and, and and that was a fairly easy remodel, not very hard to do. Um, the one we're talking about that we're going to talk about is is um, it's it's actually a condo that's on Lake Mendota. It's an it's a building from the 60s, and it was a old state building, from what I understand. So. From the outside, this this thing looks institutional, but it's got seven stories or eight stories that face the lake. It's right oh. on the lake. Um, it's kind of up by the Union. It's a it's a beautiful spot. The views out of these condos are fantastic. The there actually are, there are no windows facing the road, so it's like just a wall of brick, <laughs> uninteresting brick. But I think this is our fourth or fifth uh, uh, condo that we've worked on in this building. We had one last year, the year before. We took two condos and made them into one. That was a very challenging project. Um, this one also very challenging because um, it, it's interesting, interesting stuff. So if you, I mean, if you pull up any pictures and you see all the the lighting that that happened, well, those ceilings in that condo were concrete uh, with the you know the popcorn texture sprayed mm-hmm. on it. So there's no way to run wires, no way to do anything. So we actually framed the ceiling down a little bit, ran wires so we could actually put. Um, the Lotus lights, the LED fixtures up, and light the condo. We opened up the the kitchen. Um, probably the most dramatic change was in the bathroom. Yes. Uh, we, we've worked on all these condos in this building, and and every you could almost predict what the baskets look like when you walk in because they're all the same. They all look the same. Whoever decided to convert this old state building into in the condos uh, got a deal on a certain type of tile and this <laughs> yeah. weird looking tub. Yeah, but um, you have to work within the confines of the building, so. There's a lot of, you know, footprint things that you can't really change where the water comes up for the sink. That is it. You know, you, <laughs> yeah. you're stuck there. So um, you do the best with you, you can. But I thought it turned out great. Um, there we have a white subway tile. Um, 
floating shelves uh, and uh, light maple cabinets, quartz tops. Um, did a cement tile backsplash on a, in another area on uh, for some storage, and a lot of neat stuff. But um, yeah, that was a challenging project. It looks really cool when you mentioned the floating shelves too. Is one of the first things I noticed. It really makes that area seem more open and airy. The other thing too, you mentioned um, putting those lotus lights in the, the those those ceiling lights is. 20 years ago, 10 years ago, that wouldn't have been possible just because the LED type of lighting wasn't available. You'd need more space to, to kind of put those in, and it would just wouldn't have, would have been uh, ceiling height prohibitive. Right, and we can actually get those. Uh, I call them Lotus Lights. Lotus is a brand. Hmm. Uh, it's just a, a probably maybe the most common brand, but... You need a, it's a. It looks like a recessed fixture, but the LED. It's an LED fixture, so the whole bottom of this fixture is the light. So the cone spreads out wide. You know, you get a lot of light off these fixtures, and like you said, you don't you don't need six or seven inches of a fixture up into the ceiling. You need an inch and a half or inch and a quarter to get um, to get everything in there. So it just made a lot of things possible. And and even when these first came out. Um, it took a while for LED to get smart with their their lighting because it was a little tough on the eyes. Um, I know you've been on board with LED for a long yeah. time. When I first saw it, I went, "Oh gosh, you know, <laughs> turn it off. It's yeah. horrible." Um, but um, now it's now it's you can you can pick your lumens and and uh, the hue right. and the right. lumens yeah. and, the, yeah. <laughs> and the... you can get the type of light that you want so it's 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 uh, been great for us and i think for our homeowners check that out again it's online edgeconstructioncompany.com edgeconstructioncompany.com kitchen and master bathroom model very very cool project again online edgeconstructioncompany.com think about doing some over modeling pick up the phone give them a call at edge construction telephone number 636-3343 that number 636 edge we'll wrap things up with mike next here on the Home Remodeling Show, brought to you by Edge Construction Online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.